Hi everyone, good afternoon, good morning, good evening. I have no idea on which part of the world you're from, but welcome to this amazing video. I am Mwapembewe and I've been joined by these two amazing ladies or women, depending on how you like to be addressed. <laughs> so please go ahead and introduce yourselves. I'm Felista Simbewe and I'm Jesse Himunyanga. Okay, so welcome to Biblical Christianity and welcome to you as well. So um, we're here to discuss Biblical parenting. Now, um, it's no coincidence that we three ladies have been chosen to handle this discussion or to answer these questions. Um, so we were picked on different like concepts or criteria. So I am here to represent the single ladies with no children. And then Jessie here is speaking from the perspective of a single parent. She's got one lovely daughter. And then Felistas Mbewe over here. This is the only place I can call <laughs> This is my mom. So this is Felista Simbewe here. She's representing the grandparents and the um, parents with older kids. Yes, like me. So, <laughs> okay, so maybe just in one word, um, how would you describe your parenting experience so far? We can start with you, Jesse. Mm. It's, it's, I don't want to use the word complicated, but it sort of changes over time. I, I don't know what word I can pick, but something like that. It's it's surprising. It's full of surprises. I see. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I like that. And mom? It's challenging. Not Good. beautiful. So, no, I don't. Are, we using, I... are we using one word? Yes, just That's, one. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful. Okay, that's good. I'm happy to. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. I know I was watching like I'm watching. <laughs> okay, that's good. Okay, so um, for me, I'm not a parent, but I feel like my experience with kids has been off my siblings. So they have really amazing kids, and I would say it's amazing. But that's because when they cry, you know the concept. When they cry, you give them back. So for me, I think it's been fun from my own like little snippet here and there. But we'll see, Lord willing, we get there. But um, as you know, the conference is coming up, the August conference. and um, Or maybe it's happening by the time this video goes out. But um, the topic is biblical parenting. So do you think it's necessary to add the word biblical before parenting? Or should we just refer to it as parenting? Is there a difference? Yes, there's a difference. Because... We, we tend to understand parenting uh, from the way we are brought up in the home or what we are seeing, what we are exposed to, and that's how we understand parenting. The phrase of adding uh, biblical parenting is important because we are made in God's image and God is the one who has designed, um, first of all, uh, family, um, which uh, includes uh, parenting. So in that sense, we need to understand parenting from the originator of family. If it has to be done um, wonderfully, awesomely, and uh, yeah, we need... Uh, to add the biblical aspect of it. 
And Jesse? Um, I also think it's, uh, it, it, it's different and um, it, it's very important because we sort of didn't just uh, drop from nowhere. Um, so we are living on this earth by God's design. And so it's, it's, it's only um, important and it makes more sense to live through his instructions, which is the Bible. So, yeah, so I think biblical parenting is important. Okay, I agree with you. I think um, from my perspective, um, I don't know if, um, I think many people are familiar with the concept of worldview. And so it basically means that your understanding of certain things is shaped by the way you view the world. So I think when um, people refer to biblical worldview, it's basically that you view the world through the Bible. And um, so I appreciate the fact that with biblical parenting, it means that you parent with the view of the Bible. Like every action, every decision, um, your behavior, your words are kind of like, um, how can I put it? They are, they are it's structured around what the Bible says. So it's basically a guideline and a guiding book. So I think that's a very important thing. We can't do away with the fact that there is a difference in the word Christian who's using the Bible as a like roadmap as well as the non-Christian perspective. Okay, so the second question is, um, the culture has a view of parenting and children that is communicated to us at different stages in life that we are in. What is the message from the culture and how can the Bible guide us through such messaging? So if we go by culture, it's um, a way of life. So like I earlier mentioned is that we live what we live out what we've been exposed to, how we've understood what parenting is. And so a way of life, can be understood from different angles. And yet, since life uh, proceeds from God, and it's God who has um, a plan for any human being, it's important that we refer to, to, to the Bible so that we understand what, what is the purpose for man? Why did God create man? I don't think it's just an issue of having a baby, loving this baby, uh, providing for this child um, in terms of good school or uh, uh, good clothing and, uh, you know, wanting the baby to be the best out of all the children that they play with and so on. There's a purpose for um, why God uh, creates or gives, gives gifts to, to, to parents. It's so that he, it's, it's so that the, the purpose is fulfilled in that child. In other words, we are created for God's purpose mm. and plan. That's why we are here on earth. And it's interesting to realize that it's God who gives life anyway, mm -hmm. and it's God also who uh, who sustains us. So yeah. we need to understand uh, parenting from God's point of view. Um, I think one, one message that um, the culture is, is sending um, is uh, like let, let the child be themselves, you mm. know, um, let the child grow up and then, you know, maybe 
you start to instruct at a certain age, you know, when you maybe both understand each other mm. and, and stuff like that. And um, <coughs> I think um, it's 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 uh, it, it's 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 a weird message because right from the start, when you when you have that child, you know, you need to nurture them. In, as they are growing from an early stage and, and, and everything so that you can provide, um, they can have a guide, you know, mm. uh, train a child in the way they should go. But then if you start training when they've already grown, then it really, it, it, it has no basis, mm. basically. Yeah. And in fact, the, the, the way of life now is that let the child <coughs> uh, live out um, her or his personality, mm -hmm. let the child uh, make decisions. If they want to do something, they can do it. If they mm -hmm. don't want to do something, mm -hmm. they should uh, not do it. Yes. And yet, like we are saying, they are not a law in themselves. God is the one who has given them life, and God has a purpose for their lives. And hence, it's important that the children get to understand that... Uh, God is the one who created them, mm -hmm. and they need to live within those uh, boundaries mm -hmm. uh, that God has created. Yeah. And God means well. He wants yeah. us to be happy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really like what Jessie had to say um, when she said that, you know, the culture is all about letting a child be and them, like finding themselves, their own identity. And I'm always... Um, Surprised when I think about, I, mom probably doesn't know <laughs> Gabrielle Union. I from here. So um, her current husband, um, Dwayne Wade, he's a basketballer, and he has a twelve-year-old son who decided. Okay, I don't know who felt. I guess that he was female, and so he's currently going through like transgender um, stuff. So he's kind of transforming. So um, his father posted, or her father their father, apparently like they are all this, <laughs> yes, said something like, um, on the person's, on the, on the child's birthday, um, I'm so proud of you, I'm happy that you get to live your truth, and you know, like, it, it takes courage to do such a thing, and I'm just happy you want to be who you're truly meant to be, and I feel like the culture of late is really big on your child just being who they want to be, you know, like, I'm so proud of you that you're, you're courageous enough to for example, be gay mm. or, you know, if you feel you're female, that you are proud enough to become male and things like that. And I think um, when I think about, um, how, like, me as a 12-year-old, mm. like, even just 16-year-old me or 18-year-old me, like, I, I didn't, I don't know. I think it's weird. <laughs> it's weird to get guidance and, like, firm decisions such as gender realignment or whatever. Mm and listen to a kid who is just going through puberty. Like, there's so much yeah. that goes on to a person's, a child's head. And I think when you talk, when the Bible says train a child in the way that they should grow, it's literally training, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think when we think about um, people who do athletics, you know how they have a trainer, someone mm -hmm. who the flesh is telling you this, but you have that trainer who's like, nope, get up, you know, get up, you get going, you can do this, yeah. you know. So when they talk about training, even when the child is 
pulling to this side, mm-hmm. you kind of have to pull them this mm-hmm. other side. And it's not that you give them an environment where they can flourish, even in their sinful tendencies, but mm-hmm. it's your job mm-hmm. to be like, you know what, get up. The Bible says this, so you get up, you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think for me, that's been the biggest thing that I've noticed, especially in this culture. We are so big on if a child wants pink hair, pink hair. If they want a tattoo at 13. Mm-hmm. And I think even just with how the government is, um, you know, rights, human rights, you know, all these things. Kids have children's rights. I just think even the world that we live in, um, times are starting to change. Mm-hmm. Even just over spanking. Yeah. Let's, yeah. yeah, that's a big one where countries have literally got laws like don't spank your child. So how would that kind of work with you? what the Bible says and what um, the world and the authorities say about how, for example, we should discipline our kids how would that work when we talk about it from a biblical parenting perspective? The issue of training is something that uh, one cannot run away from. For instance, even from the time the baby is small, you, you train them to do certain things. To start when they, you encourage them to walk. That's training. You, you, you start feeding them, a time comes when you want them to learn to feed themselves. Whether they mess up or not, but there's this deliberateness to train them. Even when it comes to port training, um, you do that deliberately. And uh, even school, for instance, you don't just leave them to say that, oh, they, they will do whatever they want to do, they will learn the skills, and that's what will sustain them in their lives. You deliberately take them to school because you know that formative uh, training is important for, for the child. Mm-hmm. So you can't leave anything to the wind. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can't do that. And then even when it comes to anything in life that is created, it's for a purpose. Something that is designed or manufactured, it's put there or put together mm-hmm. for a certain purpose, to achieve a certain purpose. You can't just decide today that, oh, I bought a watch, so now I want to be riding uh, on this watch. It won't work like that. Mm. So the issue of design is very, very important because once you go out of that design, Mm. then you've lost it. I I think um, a lot of people want to deny that um, God is the the final rule. Mm. Yeah, so they'll always, you know, try to find a way um, to not be obedient to, to the Bible and, and stuff like that. But then again, um, God's rule just doesn't sort of um, teach a child to end up going to church or learn that there is actually a God. You know, it's the entire life of the person changes. And everything that that person does is governed by, mm-hmm. by God's rule. And so even society, so as a person is living, whatever they are doing is, is governed by God. And it's, it's different. You know, the, the actions are very different. And I, I think it's, it's one thing that the world sort of has trouble seeing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the inclination is to do that which we feel is good for us, mm-hmm. that this is comfortable for me, this is, I'm, I'm loving this. Mm-hmm. But that's not how life is. For instance, 
uh, even the people who want to, to change uh, the way things are supposed to be done, you find that they, there are certain things that they fail to change. For instance, if a child is uh, born with an abnormality, there's no way you can just wake up this morning to say this abnormality is not there. Mm -hmm. And so this child will do uh, whatever. We don't have the capacity to change that. However, we have the capacity to enhance potential uh, in that child uh, by training as well. And so you find that that child is able to do things on their own because there was a deliberate effort to train them. Um, and we work very hard to train uh, a child who, is, who hasn't got the capacity uh, to do it. So even when it comes to um, raising a child, we need to realize that we ourselves uh, created by God. Mm -hmm. Me as a mother, I'm created by God. And I've got a conscience. Mm -hmm. and, and so God uh, speaks to me. When I make a mistake, my conscience troubles me to say this is not right. The first time I'll fight it, and then I'll do what is right. With time, I'll, I will not do what is right. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I'm doing what is not right doesn't make it correct. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make it right. So that's why the biblical aspect comes in, so that we can read God's word and see how we can apply that word from the time that the baby is small, mm -hmm. a toddler, mm -hmm. and so on. Mm -hmm. Because the Bible is very clear that we are born sinners. And we can see this in a child. So if it's not being corrected, then you, you, th that child will just be a law mm -hmm. to, to themselves. And there's chaos. Mm -hmm. And you find that uh, they, they are destroyed um, in life. And so as a parent, you, you don't even get to, to rejoice or to enjoy the child because you didn't take necessary measures of instruction mm -hmm. and discipline. Any, you know going away message, final thoughts from you um, based on this discussion. You can actually look at it from your where you are in your parenting journey at the moment. Um, what would you say with regarding biblical parenting and how it's evolved for you? You said that um, from the way you describe parenting, it's been more, you said evolve, it's basically been evolving, like not a surprising, full of surprises. Mm -hmm. So from a biblical parenting perspective, what would your final thoughts be? Um, I would say... I, I can't get it right all the time. And uh, I'm glad that there is actually somewhere where I can go, where I can find, uh, you know, um, guidelines mm -hmm. on how I'm supposed to do it. And, um, yeah, which is what the, the, the Bible provides. And then on top of that, you have the church family. Mm. You know, there, there are a lot of people who, for example, Mrs. Mbewe here, she's an example. You know, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and she's an example because she looks to Christ. You know, not because she has she has got it all right and she, you know she's set up a certain mm. okay, so like this a is formula. The way yes, <laughs> you know, and this is the way I I, I do it and it's right, it's mm. worked. Yeah, but it's it's because she looks to God, yeah. and so um, I think it's it's really helpful to to have the Bible as as a guideline, and uh, it it also ensures that my child. Is going to hope in the Lord, mm. 
at a certain point, she will move out of my house, you know. And what is going to be her guiding principle? Yeah. It should be God. Mm. And then she will have children as well. Mm. So it's not only for our children who are going to hope in God, but in the next generations yeah. as well. Yeah. Mm. And what about you? Grandparenting, parenting. It, it, it's really um, passing on values, passing on uh, worthness, um, passing on um, principles that will make the child uh, fulfilled mm -hmm. in life. Because fulfillment doesn't come because I am I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I want to do. Mm -hmm. Fulfillment <laughs> comes in because I, I am doing something which is against what I desire. Mm -hmm. But because there's obedience mm -hmm. and uh, submission, it's training me to be a better person. Mm -hmm. And so even when we are looking at um, a parent, as a parent myself, I don't have it all. I, I, yeah. I'm not, you know, like the, uh, the, the, the blueprint mm -hmm. that this is how parenting should be done. I, I, I need help from God. And thankfully, uh, that help does not come by hearing God speak to me. God has mm -hmm. given us his word, which is the mm -hmm. Bible. And we are told that uh, the Bible um, makes us, uh, know who God is, that's our creator, who created us in, in, in his own image. He also uh, describes what our relationship is with God, the fact that we are sinners. So uh, I, if, I'm making, if I make a mistake as a parent to my child, um, the Lord will instruct me, and so I'll be able to say, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've, I've, this is wrong. Uh, the way I spoke to you, the way I demanded certain things was just not uh, uh, the way God uh, expects me to do it. So you find that as a parent, I'm learning from God through mm -hmm. his word. Also, when I'm instructing my child, I'll open the Bible and say, this is what the Bible says you should do. And so the child is also learning to be instructed by God. And that's why I'm talking about passing on values, mm -hmm. passing on this aspect of saying, God created me, and this life, I will have to account for it uh, to God himself. Mm -hmm. So that is very, very important. So whether it's uh, my own child, my adult children, or teenagers, or toddlers, it's the same principle, because any child, they need to be trained in the ways of the Lord. And we can't do without God's instruction. Mm -hmm. Because outside God's instruction, we, we will destroy ourselves, okay? We will have values that have no regard even for yourself as an individual. Self-esteem and uh, worthiness, you won't appreciate who you are before God. And if you can't appreciate who you are before God, you won't appreciate the other person's worth before God. And so you find that it's just... Uh, um, it's just a rolling coaster where you are saying that you are just passing on problems mm -hmm. uh, from generation to generation. So we really need to be instructed by God. Yeah, um, I was thinking of the fact that um, a lot of the responsibilities, like parents have, like it's, it's a high calling, you know. I was thinking about the fact that um, Ephesians 6 verse 1 says, Children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. And I was thinking, for your child to obey you, it means that you yourself have to be like in a, 
I don't know. Like you need not that you need to be worthy of, of being obeyed, mm-hmm. but you need to give right instruction so that in the child obeying you, it's right. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. So I think it's such that it's a very heavy duty and it's a high. It's a heavy task, but. I agree with what you said. Just like all callings in life, whether you're called to be a teacher, a mom, um, a wife, a friend, mm-hmm. I feel like in all aspects we will fail as fallen creatures, but um, we have the Bible, as both of you have said, and if we use it um, to understand in which direction we are raising our children. And for me, I think one of my biggest fears, especially I'm not married, I don't have kids, mm-hmm. but it's the fact that I think, especially when I see a lot of moms on social media, they're just so in love with their kids. And I'm like, okay, you love this person so much. So how do you correct them when they, when they are wrong? How do you, when the Bible calls you to discipline your kids, you know, spare the roads for the child. So how do you, how will I draw the line? You know, where you love your child, but you can see that, you know, they're throwing a tantrum. You want your child to be happy. Mm-hmm. So where do you say, hey, no. <laughs> I think for me that's one of my greatest fears, but I I I I'm happy that the Bible's there, and I think with help from God, you you He helps you figure out what it looks like yeah. from a biblical perspective. Yeah. Do you want to say something? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I think that's pretty much it. Um, thank you so much for sharing um these gems. I'm sure they've been helpful for. Um, anyone watching. So if you have anything to say about what biblical parenting has looked like for you, what challenges you face, or any thoughts about what has been discussed, please feel free to comment in the section um, comment section below. But on that note, um, this is the end of this video, and have a lovely day. Bye. Bye-bye. I mean, you at least look at them when you say bye. I mean, you know the camera is there. Even this one. Both. So let's say bye then. Bye. <laughs>